Hello everyone, welcome back to the Entrepreneur Cast. Your host as always, Michael Ayer Jr. or Michael Ayer the second or Mike Ayer or whatever you would love to call me, the 23-year-old that's working on his way to a multi-million dollar real estate portfolio with zero of his own dollars. We are here on the Entrepreneur Cast to talk about real estate. And today's episode, we are talking about why a single family house is a terrible investment. Um, all my life, I was told to buy a duplex or a triplex. Um, and to be honest, I know a lot of investors that are into duplexes and triplexes. So this is nothing against them. Everyone has their own opinion. Um, for the longest time, I thought it was... A smart move to um, buy a duplex or a triplex as my first place. I still don't believe in houses. Um, when I was in high school and I was being told to get a duplex or triplex as my first property, um, my mom always told me like, hey, you can live in one side for free and the tenants will pay your mortgage. But here's the thing. If there's no tenants living in that side of the house or the duplex or triplex like if there's no tenants for about three to four months you're stuck paying all the cost um you're stuck paying your mortgage you're stuck paying uh the hydro and all that uh the heat the water um and any maintenance that the property has um and maybe the roof goes, you just never know, right? Like unexpected uh, expenses. Um, that's why we always try to shoot for four plus units um, here at Air Investments. And now before I get into today's episode about uh, single family homes, um, if you see me posting on social media about the single family house I picked up in December, and you wanna call me a hypocrite, you totally can. Um, yes, I did buy a single family house in December, but the sole reason of buying it was to run out and flip it. I'm not holding it. I'm not living in it. It is not an investment. It's quick cash is what they call it. Um, it's not something that I wanna keep. It's something that I wanna run it, flip it, done with it. Um, now with all real estate, it's a big financial uh, decision that can give you uh, a peace of mind and a wonderful place to live, but it's not an investment, uh, for a house, uh, wise. Um, it, it, it is common for a lot of people to think that it's an investment, but they, they miss, uh, the mark on what is an investment. Um, based on a lot of factors, a single family home, uh, that you live in is not an investment. Um, there's a lot of fees that come with it. Um, like land transfer tax, uh, hydro, water, heat. Um, if you're living in it, then of course you're maintaining it. Um, and, and maintaining it costs a lot of money, uh, every month. It won't generate you cash flow, so therefore, it's not bringing you any income that will cover 
all these expenses like um, paying for gas to cut your lawn or buying a lawn tractor to cut your lawn, uh, snow removal if you're paying someone to do snow removal or you have to go out and buy um, a snow blower. It's coming all out of your pocket. There's nothing that will, there's no money coming in into that house to pay for those things. It's all out of your pocket. And what's funny is people will be like, oh, well, it's going to appreciate. It's going to appreciate. And when we sell, we're going to get like 100000 on top of uh, what we paid for it. But here's the thing. If you're spending, let's just say, 1000 to 2000 a month, that is... 12 to 24,000 a year. If you live there for 10 years, because a lot of people will say, oh, I'm only going to live in it for a few years or whatever. There's mortgages that go for 15 to 30 years. If someone has a 25 year mortgage, you're done. You're losing money at the end of it because you're spending way too much money monthly just to maintain the property and everything. But it's because everyone wants to get rich quick. And when they go to sell their house, they can't wait to get that 100000 on top of what they paid for that home. They think that they're winning. But at the end of the day, they're losing. And that's where these things need to be taught in school because it's very important. The banks weren't made for people. They were made for businesses. They are a business. Um, if you take a look at it, it is hard. It, it's probably easier now because mortgage rates are so low um, and everyone is being approved for mortgages. But before this whole pandemic, it was hard for people to get a mortgage on a single family house than it is to get a mortgage on a 10 plex, which is 10 units for the average listener. Not saying you're dumb or anything, but people that are in the investor mindset obviously know what um, 10 units are and everything and 10 doors or a 10 plex. Um, So 10 units, so 10 apartments in one building. It is easier to get a mortgage for that than it is to get a mortgage for a single family house. The reason being is that there's proof that there's income coming into the property. So they know that the mortgage is most likely going to be paid. Um, Whereas the house, they don't know if it's gonna be paid because people are in the consumer mindset and that's why they buy houses. They don't see the opportunity to buy a 10 unit, renovate it, increase the value of it right away by renovating it, um, and grow in generational wealth for their kids, for their family, for their self, um, lots of reasons. Maybe uh, grow, grow the, their appreciation for it, and then refinance, pull the money out and do something good for a charity or something. Um, 
like lots of things with multi-units. But let's get back to uh, the single family houses here. So to go more into it, we're going to start with the carrying cost of a house. Um, they are too high to be an investment property. Uh, when you purchase an investment, it doesn't require an ongoing investment of money. Um, but with a house, of course it does. It always costs money. Not only do you have to uh, pay your mortgage payments, but you also have to pay real estate taxes, uh, house insurance, um, sometimes private mortgage insurance, utilities. You also have to maintain the property, which means um, doing a regular series of repairs and maintenance um, when needed. Um, the expenses are called carrying costs. Even more costly are the major repairs associated with owning a home. Um, it can include replacing the roof, like I mentioned before, uh, siding, also windows and doors, uh, carpets and flooring. If, if you spill a bunch of stuff on your carpet, you can't get it out, then you're going to want to rip it out. And if there's not good flooring under it, you're going to have to do the flooring. Uh, driveways. If you have, um, what do you call it, like a gravel driveway. Gravel driveways do go down over time, so you're going to have to re-gravel it. Um, and there's just a lot of different things. Uh, plumbing. Your plumbing goes wrong. You're paying the plumbing. Uh, if you have a leak in the ceiling or anything, or if it's a up and down uh, house, then you're going to have to uh, find out where it's leaking when it's leaking through the floor, going down into the basement. We had a huge flood um, at our house when I lived back in Chrysler. That was a major uh, renovation and, and a huge cost. Um, and it can cost thousands of dollars. And that's over the course of your mortgage. <laughs> and going more into the carrying costs. So like I mentioned about um, buying the house for at a certain price and then you get a hundred thousand on top of what you sell it for so to go into example to break it down let's just say you bought the house for two hundred thousand this was like pre-covid and everything because houses are selling for crazy prices now let's just say you bought the house for two hundred thousand and ten years later you sell it for three hundred thousand you think it's a good investment no if you look at it closely at the numbers and everything, if the house costs you at least $1,000 per month, that's like the interest, uh, taxes, insurance, plus like $300 per month for utilities, you would have spent $15,600 per year or around $156,000 uh, for the decade that you own that house. So... If you add that up, <laughs> that uh, goes way over the cost that you sold the house for. So you'd be out $56,000. Um, of course, with, with the maintenance and everything, uh, if you spend another 3000 per year on repairs and maintenance, uh, you will spend another 30000 which is just crazy. When you look at the numbers, 
the house is not making you any money. So stop buying fucking houses. Buy multi-units that will pay the mortgage for that property for the four unit, five unit, six unit, 10 unit, 24 unit, 48 unit, 100 unit. Let it pay your mortgage and whatever you get in the deal because I love working with people. It's the easiest thing to do. Go out there, see who has your money as Grant Cardone says, who's got my money. You find those people, you work a deal with them. You can do it like me and get four properties with zero dollars of your own money. It's called being a JV partner. I'm the working partner. I find all the deals and we get them to work. We have a formula we follow and we execute. Um, of course, I'll be back down to three properties after we sell this house. But I'm, gonna, I'm getting a nice sexy payday with zero dollars invested. Other than my time. Okay. So. Go into the multi-unit family invested. Get multi-units. Let it take care of the property. And then let it take care of you. If you want to go live in a house. Buy multi-units first. So then that way. It can take care of your bills at your house. Okay. The next segment of why you should not buy a house as an investment. Your house won't generate cash flow like I was talking about. And like I mentioned, there's no cash flow in owning a house because obviously you're living in the house, so it's gonna be carrying heavy cost. Um, there's a critical consideration when you buy an investment. You usually expect to have some sort of money coming in um, because the banks tell you it's an asset. It's the greatest investment that you'll ever make in your whole life. So sign up to get this mortgage for the $700,000 house um, that you're going to have to carry a mortgage for for 25 to 30 years and no one else's money except for yours and maybe your wife's money or your girlfriend's money um, to pay for the mortgage and the bills. Um, and people expect that they're going to make a lot of money on houses um, rather than trade in stocks or invest in their money somewhere else. But that's what makes owning a house a bad investment. Um, it's kind of like it goes back to the thing where your family and um, on social media and on the news and everything, they tell you that you need to go to college to become someone, um, which is not true. Elon Musk said that he would hire people that know a certain subject over someone that has a diploma that doesn't even want to, um, doesn't even want to pursue that career. Um, of course, if you're going to become a doctor or you want to cut people open and do surgeries, you need to go and get your diploma to become a doctor or a surgeon or whatever the case may be. You can't just study to become a cop and then going around and arresting people. It doesn't work like that. 
for, for things like real estate investing and everything, you can self-educate yourself. You can surround yourself with the people that have done it. You can take courses. You can do all that and become as successful. Within one year of being in real estate investing, I have acquired four properties with $0 of my own money. And that's called OPM, OPT, and OPC. Other people's credit, other people's time, and other people's money. That's what the whole thing about being uh, a JV partner is. And making money on top of their money for yourself, but also for them too. Um, it goes both way because um, as a working partner, I'm putting in all the work and stuff. And with my other working partners too. Now, to go back to the $700,000 houses and then you and maybe your wife or girlfriend or maybe your girlfriend um, or if you're the girl in the relationship, maybe your husband or boyfriend um, or even it could be siblings. However you do it, you guys are paying for the mortgage and if it's like a $500,000 mortgage, if it's a $300,000 mortgage, whatever the case may be, it's still a liability because it's money coming out of your pocket. There has been some people that I have met that have called their car an asset or an investment. It is not an asset or an investment. I would maybe consider it as an investment if it's making more money than it is taken out of your pocket. So minus insurance, minus car payments, if there's car payments, minus gas. So let's just say in a whole month, it costs you $800. That's a liability, it's taking money out of your pocket. If, say you drive for Uber or whatever, and it's making more money then all to you, but you got to remember there's maintenance. It's just like a house. There's so much maintenance that it has to go through. But there's people out there that think that their cars are investments and everything. But as soon as you drive your car off the lot, it loses a percentage of its value already. How is that an asset or an investment? It's a liability. There's no value. But back to the main topic. So say you and your wife you guys have this mortgage. It's a debt to you. Same with the cars. So if you and your wife have um, car loans, then there's just more debt that's building up. Um, and most likely you probably can't afford to add a mortgage to your monthly debt. Um, if all your bills together eats up about 50% of your gross income every month, um, which it, it, it will be hard to get a mortgage because they'll take a look at the money that you make and everything. And if they see that you have, um, phone payments to pay, car payments to pay, um, some people even, uh, kind of like get a loan for like a special mattress. That's like nine ninety nine biweekly, like more of those things that add up and you're having a hard time paying it, you'll most likely not get the mortgage or you'll get the mortgage, but you're going to be struggling bad (laughs) 
and then you might lose the house so and then another reason like there there's lots of reasons why you shouldn't buy a house a couple other ones you have little or or to none uh job security um so people that jump from job to job um maybe your your job uh decides to close down um i used to work at a call center and uh they lost their client and then eventually uh, they couldn't find another client in time and they had to shut their doors. So if something like that happens and a lot of people were buying houses because of the cheap mortgage rates and they were able to afford it at the time and now they have to go find another job which is very sad and uh, my condolence goes out to them uh, about that because it, it's definitely really shitty that that has happened um but unforeseen things will come up in life and and you got to be able to bite the bullet and somehow come out on top especially if you take on a mortgage um and, and some people will try to play catch up with their payments and everything but they just tend to go into a deeper dead end and it just never ends well um and then of course my favorite is renting. Um, if I ever buy a house, I'm going to buy it through a corporation and then I'm just going to pay rent to it. Um, and I can go into a whole nother uh, podcast episode for that. If you guys do want to hear about that, um, I can do a whole nother episode on that. But renting is uh, 50% cheaper, uh, whether it makes more sense to rent rather than buy if you if your uh, main objective is simply to just uh, have a place to live, um, it's definitely a more uh, smarter financial um, uh, choice. Because of course, when you put um, your house mortgage, just even just even to compare, it, your house mortgage might be cheaper than renting somewhere, but. A lot of people are like, oh my God, I can get a mortgage for like $1,020. And over here to rent a three bedroom is like $1,750 all included. But you forgot, you have to play, you have to pay home insurance. You have to pay land transfer tax. You have to, uh, you have to um, do maintenance to the house. Like there's just so much more bills with owning a house. Um, and and it just it, it sucks um and even for people that tend to move every year like uh my parents my my mom and my stepdad they lived in one building for a year and then they moved into another building um and it could just be based on cities too you can move to a city and might not even like it you buy a house in let's just say prescott and you hate it because there's Hardly anything to do in Prescott, even though they're opening a water park outside of Prescott uh, soon um, in the coming years, which I think Prescott will be a good area to buy in. Um, but let's just say you buy a house in Prescott, you find it very boring. Well, guess what? You just signed a 20, 20 to 30 year mortgage. So you're going to lose money because if you go to sell it, um, then you might make some money, but 
I believe that you will uh, you'll be tax uh, capital gain on the money that you uh, you made because you held it within under a year or so. I gotta look that up again, um, but I'm pretty sure that is correct. And for myself, I've moved a lot. I've lived in Kingston. I've lived in Brockville. I've lived in Prescott. I've lived in uh, Chrysler. I lived uh, in quite a few places. So I tend to move somewhat a decent amount. And I'm in Prescott right now moving back to Kingston. Um, so renting is much easier. Renting is much more comfort. Although people are short-minded, not all people, but some people are short-minded. The people that are stuck in the rat race, they just look at the picture like, oh, having a mortgage is way better than renting. No, renting, if you wanna get up and go, if you're on a month-to-month basis, or even on a year, stay there for a year or see if you can break the contract with the landlord. Um, Wherever the case may be, it's easier to move when you rent. There's a lot of things that come easier with renting. Your most of the time, your all your bills will be included, like uh, hydro and heat and uh, and water, and sometimes they even throw in internet. They'll include internet. The place that uh, that we're thinking about going to rent, um, all the utilities are included. But in Kingston, internet is cheaper because it's a it's a city. Um, so there's just much more better options with renting and not buying a house. A house is not an asset. A house is not an investment. Um, and I could go on and on and on. But at the end of the day, guys, don't be fooled by all the banks. This is how banks make money. They sign you up for a mortgage. They don't care if you default or not because then they get that house back. They're a business. You can't, it's just like a car. If you can't pay the car, your car gets repoed. If you can't pay your mortgage, your house gets repoed. And the bank will make more money on it again. It's a business. Take a look into, like self-educate yourself. Myself, of course, I want to have a house when I'm a bit more older. I'm 23. I want to have a house when I'm probably in my 30s. If I have my family started then and everything, um, my girlfriend wants to have a house, but talking with her more, listening to her opinion and giving her my opinion on it and everything, I think she's being more lenient coming to my side. Um, but I'm going to own a house. It's just going to be owned through a corporation and I'm going to still pay rent. And I will make an episode on that uh, more. But guys, just do your just do your education, your research and everything. I do a lot of research into this stuff because I'm very passionate about it. Um, I'm becoming a realtor uh, probably within this year, hopefully. And just think, have you ever seen a bank advertise any multi-units, mortgages for multi-units? No, because they don't, they don't care if you make money. They want you to sign up under TFS, uh, TFSA or whatever accounts and savings accounts and invest with them and and keep your money with them and get a mortgage on a house with them. That's because they want to make money on top of your money. 
They want to, every time that you keep your money in the bank, they're making tons of money with your money. Um, and it's sad, but it's the truth. But anyways, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This is going to be the very first episode across YouTube, Spotify, and Apple, and soon to Google uh, podcast. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. My voice is getting a little raspy now, um, but I will be back with another episode very soon. And thank you guys for tuning in.